0: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson.: Here I am. It's another great day. It's simply for women. We are learning, we are growing, and we are fasting. Ah, yes, I said it. Fasting. I love fasting. I love to fast. And I hope to inspire you toward fasting. We talked about it on the previous show, and I want you to just I'll, I'll quickly recap, but we got to dive in. We talked about how we're going to set our objective. And what kind of a of a fast? Like what we're asking God to do? You know, are you asking God for guidance, for healing, for resolution of a problem? Do you do? You, are you in a difficult situation and you need a breakthrough? Do you, what about you want to pray for your for your city, for your church, for America? There's so many things that we want to pray for. You know, almost every revival has started with prayer and fasting. And I gave you yesterday my definition definition of fasting is from Derek Prince. I love his definition, which is abstaining from food for spiritual purposes. So if you just abstain from food, you're on a diet. If you abstain from food for a spiritual purpose, that's different. So there is a difference. It's important to know the difference. And then, so you want to make your commitment. And there are a bazillion different ways to fast. You could do a Daniel fast, which is veggies and water only. You can read about that in the book of Daniel. You could do a juice fast, juice and protein shakes or drinks, you know, just liquid fast, basically. Um, ask your doctor. You can do a water only fast. Woo. I, I, I've I never done that. I have to be honest. I've done liquid only fasts uh, up to 40 days, but not a water only so we can talk about that in a minute um you know we fasted just sweets you could do that just fast sweets that's a lighter fast you could fast a certain day of the week you could fast lunches you could fast breakfast you could fast dinners we've done that a lot a lot of times we my husband's a pastor we pastor on on the west side of columbus at the church next door and our church we love to start the new year with a fast we all do it together it's really motivating it was so funny cuz Elaine she works with me and she she put a magnet on my wall of the fast that she wanted me to do with her uh, this year and stuck it on my on my desk and and we've been doing that together so it's kinda fun to have a buddy and agree together and you wanna make your list of what you're asking God to do you wanna make your commitment. So that way you're committed and then you're less likely to break your fast. But I want to say if the, people ask me this all the time, if you break your fast, so say you you mess up and you go get a milkshake or something. I, I don't know. Whatever you do, it's OK. Just go back to the Lord and just say, God, OK, I really got off my fast, but I I do want to do this coming back. You know, you have that attitude of repentance. It's humility. So prepare yourself spiritually. Ask the Holy Spirit to begin leading you and and guiding you and showing you. We used to fast and the boys would join us when they were little. One of my sons said to me one day, he said, Mom, I I finally figured out what I'm going to fast. And I said, "Okay, great. What are you going to fast? He said, showers and broccoli. (laughs) Showers and broccoli. I was like, well, hmm, maybe we need to uh, re-visit this, (laughs) but it was pretty smart. So, But the boys actually know how to fast really well and would join us. So we would do a family fast. And, you know, if you want to fast with your kids and fast as a family, you might say, okay, we're going to fast dessert, we're going to fast pop, you know, something that's really realistic for them, or, you know, we're going to eat, you know, way healthier. So that is for kids. I think a realistic fast, you know, Um, we're not going to have Cheetos uh, every night, something like that. And, and it, it prompts them enough to be ready. You know, Now my husband, he fasted as a child and he, he fasted whole meals. He, he's been fasting since he was a kid. Um, but anyway, I, for my kids, we always would fast like the sweets and, and, you know, all those extra things. And then I remember when you, when you finally get to break the fast, it is fun. It's a celebration and, you know, God speaks to them and moves in their hearts as well. So how do you begin? How do you begin this fast? Well, you want to make sure you begin it with, with prayer and an expectant heart. And, you know, don't underestimate the opposition. It says in Daniel that that archangel got stuck in heaven in a war when Daniel started fighting. So don't underestimate that. And then, just prepare yourself physically. So be reasonable, have precautions. If you need to talk to your doctor, do that. Um, make sure it'll work with your medications or, or whatever. You just, you want to make sure that it, that you're not doing something you shouldn't do. That, it, that works. And there's lots of healthy fasts that actually will improve your health. So, but don't rush into it. Um, prepare your body. You know, start by cutting out fatty foods, sugary foods, and maybe even just eat like fruits and vegetables for a few days before you start your fast. So your body is really starting to get ready. I know when we do a juice fast only or, or a liquid only, we will for about a week, you know, we, we cut out most everything but fruits and vegetables, and then we start the liquids. And if you do a liquid only, uh, one thing that's really good is to do broth. So you can do vegetable broths, you can do broths and you can even drink it. You know, it's something warm because you get, you get really cold. You can get really cold in the winter anyway. I've, I don't know why, but we usually do the liquid fast in the winter and, and you're freezing. I, I don't get that. I don't know why we do that. Okay. So uh, while you're fasting, um, you might have to limit your activity. You know, some, you want to exercise or walk and, and do those kind of things. But what happens is. You get into the fast and you your body starts to get a little tired. And I think it's just because the toxins are being released. Um, you're not jacked up on sugar and candy or Coke or uh, all of that. And so you might have some headaches. You're going to have hunger pains. You're going to have, like, feel kind of blah. Uh, it's Some of it's just it's the withdrawal from the stuff. That you've been eating that you shouldn't be eating, and anyway, <laughs> so if you feel weak or tired or you know sleepy, you just need to know up front that's part that could be part of it. Um, so day two or three is generally the hardest, but if you'll stick with it, you'll start to feel better all the way around. So, um, yeah, you're if you feel a lot of hunger pains, just drink more liquid. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having, you know, you can do, if you did a liquid fast, you can have protein shakes, you could have um, different types of juices. You know, there's things that you can have, uh, broths that are liquid. And uh, you'll actually, you get to a place where you're enjoying it. And it it's hard to explain until you've done it, but the Lord just begins to move. And I, I know I talked on the previous show about how God gave us a job after all those different fast one time <clears throat> when we fasted with the church, uh, at the end we, we kept going. So my husband and I did a liquid only fast for 21 days and we felt like, no, we need to keep going. And so we went the full 40 days and at the end of the fast, we watched, um, the hiding place that last week, Coryton Tinboom's booms movie, the hiding place. And it was so powerful. So I think, What happens is when you've done 40 days on liquid, your senses are heightened. You're attuned to the Lord. You're sensitive to him. You're listening to him. You've drowned out other things and other voices, other entertainments, other activities. Just you have more time because you're not cooking. You're not preparing. You're not eating. You're not sitting down. You have all this extra time to pray. You're not driving to a restaurant. You're not waiting in line at a restaurant. So you have Actual time to pray. So if you're going to do a fast, it's really cool to give that, give yourself that extra time. So the next thing you want to do is you got to put yourself on a schedule. Uh, You want to make sure that you're listening to the Lord, that you're spending more time with him, that you're spending meaningful time with him. You want to begin your day in praise and worship, read God's word, invite the Holy Spirit to work, make your list of all those breakthroughs that you're asking God for and do this morning, noon, and night. Uh, if it's possible, actually get on your knees with your spouse or with a friend, and and pray and pray. Just enjoy those longer periods of time. I know for us, we bought a juicer, and so because we, we real um, we've been fasting as a church for twenty four years. So, so we bought a juicer, and we would do celery and and carrots, and you know, do some of the vegetables. And so that's another thing. Uh, you could do herbal teas. There's lots of things you can do. Um, the key is if you break your fast, you, you want to be really careful how you do that. You want to just slowly start eating again. If you're doing a liquid only, you you might like have a baked potato without a lot of, not much on it. You know, just a plain baked potato, plain sweet potato baked. Something easy on the stomach um, when you start. Back and kind of guard your heart spiritually because you've been in this sweet spot with the Lord. So and then, you know, expect results. Expect it. Expect God just he's going to do something so cool for you. He always does that. And I've seen him do it over and over and over again. One one time I fasted with a friend of mine and her husband was not a Christian. And she was very worried about him. Because the kind of job he had, he was just with all these, uh, all kinds of people, <laughs> just put it that way. And so we started fasting Wednesday lunch every day for 40 days. And on Easter, he came to church and accepted Christ. And that was so cool. That was such a great result. And their family was really strengthened, really brought back together. Their marriage was strengthened. It it was truly I mean, it was a deliverance, you know, Jesus said, when you fast and when you pray and and we pray to the Lord and we ask him, we, you know, it says in first Thessalonians 517 to pray continually. So I think that's another thing when you're fasting, you're just, it feels like you're praying continually because you're just well aware, even if it's a fast where you're not doing pop and cookies and candy and dessert and all of that, you're well aware every day. Okay, God. I need you. I need your help. I can't do this life alone. You are the bread of life. You are everything to me. You're, you're how I live. <laughs> so fasting, that's what we've been talking about for two days. I hope you'll do it. Join us, the church next door on the west side. We are fasting for 21 days. So jump right in. Join us. It's worth it. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. If you want more on this show, go to my website, would you? It's jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. You can get my book on there or prayers. So many prayers. There's just, all oh, previous shows. So many good things. So go there and stay right with us because we've got an interview coming up. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you're listening to Simply for Women.